Hi, this week's episode starts with some dodgy sound quality because I lost the uh, intro. I failed to record my half for a bit before noticing, uh, but it does come back into being good quality after a bit. So just give it a minute. It's, it's going to be fine. Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grandiose Podcast, a weekly podcast where we use our lives to think about things. <laughs> My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. This week we thought we'd try and talk about unintended consequences of technology or different apparatus of control or belief or things like that. Um, things that, you know, someone might have come in with the intention for one thing and then it turned into something else. Yes. Like that example of Mary Stopes the other week. Oof. <laughs> that was, um, but I'm still, I still every so often walk around going. <sighs> well, that was bad <laughs> intentions leading to something <laughs> valuable. Yeah. So, yeah, it goes both ways. It does, yeah, it that does. Marie. Yeah. She had a bee in her bonnet. Um, yeah, and I think things like, you know, like, I was I was like, I just want a camera on the front of my phone so that I can take a picture of myself when I'm in New York on my own, because it's really awkward to do the other way. I never imagined selfies would become this thing. I never imagined you people... You invented cameras on the front of your phone. No, I didn't invent it. I just didn't imagine what it would be used for once no. it did exist. It was an obvious thing to invent. It was yeah, an obvious yeah. thing to do. But, like, who knew that you'd then get Instagram influencers who could take, you know, thousands of pounds for saying that they like something just because they take a good selfie. You know, it's, it's all this kind of mad stuff. Then people um, invented selfie sticks. A selfie stick. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Exactly. Who knew that the an arm extender, front-facing camera? Like to me, front-facing camera stick extension. That sounds quite good. Call it a selfie stick. That makes me want to burn it and destroy it for all eternity. But yeah, so that's what the episode's going to be about. Let's talk about what what emerged from the from the from the idea. First, let's have a little chatty chat. How are you? I um, I need to come up with a different answer. Yeah, have you got any notes? You got any ideas? No, got I did buy a tiny little notepad to put in my bag. Oh. Big story. Went to, uh, we went off the island this week on Monday. The day the Extinction Rebellion launched their summer rebellion, I was compelled to go to a mecca to consumerism because Nick's iPhone was broken. We had to go to the Apple store hmm. and find a genius. And we were in a shopping mall and there were many things and we spent money and bought stuff. Hmm. Yeah, but I didn't make any notes. I've had a little tiny notepad in my bag all week, hmm. but I haven't actually written anything in it because actually I don't go anywhere with my bag. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, that's, uh, that's fine. How, but how are you? Uh, my, my sister le left me one of her dresses because I was trying to get her to leave me my sun her sunglasses right. because I've had my sunglasses since 
I bought them just before I joined Canonical. Wow. So 2009. And the frame has cracked. Mm. <sighs> Very saddened by this. But obviously I don't want to buy new ones. I want some second-hand ones. Well, <laughs> and my sister has two pairs. So I'm trying to steal hers. You know, a second pair. You know, I sort of like a few years back maybe five six seven i thought right i'm gonna buy myself some sunglasses so obviously i go and get some like 200 quid sunglasses don't i um yeah obviously and then uh they just got nicked it from from the um security belt at the airport by some mad woman next to me of course <laughs> just picked them up out of my basket and i didn't realize what was going on and then so i lost these like expensive sunglasses and then i was like so I need some sunglasses again. So I went to the sh- overpriced shop again and sort of like, I was like, I just like these sunglasses. So I bought the same ones again. And then a few weeks later, I was in uh, France on this uh, Sonic weekend thing with musicians and stuff. But I just, uh, I sort of had them in my pocket, leant forward, they fell out and I just crunched them under my foot by accident. <laughs> At which point I said, I do not deserve to have nice sunglasses. I am not allowed nice sunglasses. <laughs> no, the sunglasses that I am I'm talking about were an expensive pair of sunglasses that I have looked after, or, you know, they've lasted 10 years, uh, but they've broken. Uh, uh, so, but anyway, yeah. So that, I had quite a nice week trying to steal all my sister's things. Did you fail? <laughs> I've got three dresses, succeed? but no sunglasses, though she has said she might post them to me. Hmm. I think after the uh, 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 tearful farewell, she's now feeling bad about not letting me have her sunglasses. <laughs> oh, and there's another sisterly related news. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll stop with my stories. But she is graduating from her law conversion degree, mm-hmm. uh, which she did very well in. And they're live streaming it so I can go to her graduation. Oh. Isn't that exciting and modern? That's nice. <laughs> Thank you. Episode 729. Michael's childhood. Michael waits for a cue to start talking about himself. Oh, yeah, sorry. Michael, how was your week? Literally on her phone. Um. (laughs) I was, I was just checking what time it was. This episode better be snappy. Yeah, it better be snappy, but it's not going to be snappy if you forget what to do. I'm going to start making you ask me first. You should hold a card up going... (laughs) <laughs> fuck it <laughs> fuck this you, is your Ivanka. next key. do you care like, about here is the me format. Ivanka we've done this 80, 88 <laughs> times <laughs> point two on the agenda how are you Michael um, fine I think do you know what I think it is what I think it's because you you I think it might be like a reaction to the fact that you um, like attention <laughs> Hey, so it's me like it's like a childish like oh michael wants me to ask you it's not even conscience it's like a you know teasing your just, friend i just who... think you forget every single time and yeah, that's otherwise i think you come up with a funnier way of something other than a pause that i have to leave hanging in the air like a stinky fat um anyway okay all right michael how are yeah, you fact, Get on do i it. leave that in do i edit it out who knows? It's a problem for Michael now. Um, <laughs> I am going to talk about two things in my list. I'm very organised in these areas due to no dependence. Um, we went to Pride March. That's going to date this episode because now that we've got a backlog, I don't know when it is. Um, and that was a mi- mixed feelings that it was a parade of 
like companies. Oh. It was just all the different companies doing their look. We're inclusive thing, but I have to assume that that's not necessary. That's 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 fine. There was enough of them that it felt like okay. Well, I guess you know, different people. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel I have license to say queer, but like you know, just all different like colours and shades of sexuality and gender are rep- are just there anywhere you look. So anyone wanting to deny that is just stupid. Like George R. R. Martin yeah. sort of asked why, why are there so, are there, what made you want to put uh, gay characters in your stories? And he went, well, I, uh, I noticed that there were gay people in the world, so I thought I'd better put some in my fantasy novel. Like, um, <laughs> and the, yeah. the, the first, the moment that sort of like drew tears for me first, like watching this parade come down was like, I saw the police coming up and I was like, you know, I, I assumed it was, you know, the kind of crowd control. And then as they get closer, I realise that, no, it's the, the police representing, like, it's this, the, you know, the gay police people, the pride police marchers. And it was like, oh, God, and all the emergency services. And just from every aspect of society, you saw this representation and you just thought, on one hand, like, why, you know, it's, it's why should we have to do this? Because it should just be cool but on the other hand it's like yeah it just it was that that was quite affecting and it was just mid so many it just went on for hours <laughs> this march <laughs> it was like they just cut, keep coming and it was great and it took me oh. for ages to get like because i haven't really got any rainbow clothes or anything particularly thing so it was actually towards the end that i got a little rainbow love heart sticker off someone like everyone had like these like rainbow cheek things and i didn't you can get like a little thing that does a little rainbow and like glitter yeah, yeah. in people's They're hair quite clever. and all these things a lot so. easier than drawing a rainbow yeah, on your face exactly with, six, with individual face crayons but yeah so. i am um, i i i was glad we went down to that anyway and it was a nice sort of afternoon of um inspiration it is a nice thing did you have oh, that I anywhere did you. you have one anywhere near you no 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 priding around here we'll have none of that yeah, but guess what? Catholic probably area. the same percentage of people that would like oh, yeah, to be there represented. There are definitely some folks that fall into the queer category, mm. but uh, I'm not sure how much they're celebrated. Mm. My, uh, or acknowledged, or embraced, mm. yeah. or anyway. Respected. I, uh, my my uh, respected, expected, all of those mm. words. We're, 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 you know, we're, we've got a way, we may have a shopping mall here mm. nearby. But we're a long way from being uh, a progressive society. Mm. Um, my, I like one of my child's quotes on the subject of um, uh, same-gender parents. Mm-hmm. One day, I'm sure I've told this story to you. So. We were walking down the road. She wants to swing, and I've got a bad shoulder and a bad back. And I was like, please, can you stop swinging? It really hurts mm. me. She goes, oh, people with two daddies are so lucky. I bet they can swing them really high. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which says a lot for her, you know, like daddy is stronger than mummy. Mm-hmm. But that aside, a. A. <laughs> you know, she's just like, two people with two daddies get to swing much higher. Daddies <laughs> never have a bad right. back. This is never been heard <laughs> no. of. All right. I've got one more so, thing yeah. in my notes, which I'm just going to put out there. As a little bit of Uh-oh, terrible observational humour. I walked past my local opticians today and it had a, a picture of a, a lettuce. And it had the word lettuce and it said, let us help you choose the right glasses for you. <laughs> and I thought to myself, as the stand-up comedian that I am not, um, is, it, does it, is it a pun if it's got nothing to do with anything? 
Or is it just... <laughs> Oh, have you just kind of made that sign? It's got nothing to do with your business. What do you think you're doing? I am furious. <sighs> the things that make you furious, Michael <laughs> Forrest, are just... I wasn't really... It, we should have a list. Things that make Michael things furious. Things that make just... Michael furious. Things that Michael can uh, annoy Michael enough that he'll write them down to mention on the podcast to just find the others. Someone else. No, I don't, I don't like I don't like people that get angry at stupid shit like this. Uh and I don't think it's charming. But come on. At the same time, come it's on, like you people. see the sun as well. It's like, that's not even a pun. It's just a different word that is awkward. And why don't encourage it? It must oh, not oh, be yeah. encouraged. Um, we're, we're very different in this regard. <laughs> I think the kind of things that make me rage is I'm, you know, uh, going for a job or something. Things, probably worthy things. <laughs> Yeah, I am so fucking worthy. It's unbelievable. I am virtue signalling everywhere, all the time. Jeez. Every minute. Just trying to make us feel bad. Are you going to make me feel bad because I'm a man? Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was in in the shop. (laughs) In In this country of no queuing. I was in. The, I've been. I've been trying to embrace. You know, trying to work through my rage and not let it out in quite. You know, let it out in a more engaging manner. Yeah. Uh, in this country, of, I'm in a country of no queuing. And I was at the checkout in our little local shop, and a, a woman goes, "This is classic Croatian behaviour." She goes, "Oh, could you check Peter's stuff in for him?" So the till, the the girl at the till just starts doing this other guy's shopping from from the end, yeah. and I just sat there and went. So, Peter, what have you achieved right now? <laughs> you might have saved a bit of time, but, you know, I'm a very nice woman. If you told me you were in a rush, I'd have let you go ahead of me. But now all you've done is just made yourself look foolish. I just continued in this tone okay. as he sheepishly packed his shopping away and then the, the girl behind the till went, just looked uncomfortable. Mm. And I was like... So I said, you know, it's just interesting how we just don't talk. And I just went into this. Little, I mean, it doesn't translate very well, but I was quite proud of myself for not tutting, for not being all English, passive aggressive, no. <laughs> not being too Croatian and going, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You know, I went for a... Can we have a bit of it in Croatian? No. Oh, <laughs> I never hear you speak foreign. It's not fair. I like it when people, people speak will, foreign. Will, no. What will happen? People will realise how foreign I am. <laughs> oh, and then they'll never listen. Then they'll never listen to the podcast ever again. Change will grow a faint love. Bigger change will shake your brain around. Change will make your life have meaning. Change will make you, you. So, what's your uh, what's your favourite unintended consequence of technology? I'm not going to do that. Um, 
what what do you reckon then? What well, we're talking about unintended consequences. We've already I've already burned through selfies, so <laughs> don't know <laughs> what's left. Uh, that's Look it. in music, in like in you notice it. I always find music stuff, music technology is a bit a strange microcosm of of sort of technological trends, which is that we'll go okay. Pianos are great, but they're very inconvenient, um, and then someone will try and go oh right well i'm gonna try and make something that sort of makes an artificial piano sound but um it is small and portable and then you'll have this small portable piano that's intended to be a replacement for a piano obviously it sounds nothing like a piano so it just becomes its own sound its own instrument in its own right even though it was invented with the intention of replacing the big bulky piano and people will still want to use the big plunk bulky plant piano as well as this you know synthesizer thing and um you sort of you get that quite a lot like i'm trying to replace something but i've actually just created a new thing yeah. um so smart so you know like even just the evolution from from the you know the flip phone to the to the iPhone, um, it's a different sort of thing. Yeah. And it, it can do more, sort of more things, but it also some stuff it can't do anymore. Like you cannot type a message without looking because it's just like you, can't, you have to look at the screen the whole time and it takes longer. Um, so it's a, it's re, but it has also replaced the previous thing. But sometimes the new things don't replace the previous things because they... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So the, a nice unintended consequence of the invention of the internet, uh, she says, not really bouncing off your mobile phone idea, literally, but it made me think of this, is that I can work anywhere in the world. Hmm. I think that's nice. You people, digital nomads exist. Is that an unintended I think it's an unintended consequence, isn't it? So the internet was invented, what, for sort of... Um, well, it was invented in case of a nuclear war. Yeah. That you could still have communication because it would be sort of delocalised and sort of decentralised. Yeah. So you'd be able to sort of, like, send these packets between computers and as long as there was some computers, they'd be there. So that was kind of the driving force behind it was, like, if someone takes out our three big communications towers, we're screwed. Um, but, obviously, quite a lot of side effects have come from that uh, decentralised communications technology, uh, one of which is that because it's so decentralised now, it's um, you can, like, it is on your island. Yeah. Like, and even that, to start with, it might not have been, but, like, now... It's everywhere. Probably that's quite a resilient connection. Yeah. Though we haven't got wires. I need... I need, I need all the internet's Wi-Fi, mobile internet. Mm. So it's a bit crap. <laughs> well, I suppose it's like it's like the phones in Africa. Like they don't really have you know Ethernet connections or no. that kind of thing. Because there's a lot of infrastructure and physical stuff. But actually, like as soon as mobile phones came in, they were they're quite easy to yeah. distribute and kind of send around. So so some technologies sort of they have to have you know you have to get to a certain point before they can be truly sort of um, or you skip stages. Hmm. I suppose um, an interesting, like, an unintended phone, mobile phone consequence or, like, mobile computing consequence, like, in somewhere in an African country is... I, I, I don't like... I need to know more about Africa to cite it, but I know of this example, which is, like, even if not everyone has a phone, like, it's intended as a personal device, 
But now, instead, you, if, even if one person in the town has it, now they become this sort of oracle that you go and sit, like a library that you can go and visit or can kind of come through the town and anyone that's got any questions, they can sort of ask you. So it's not necessarily the intended use of this device, but it, it's sort of like a secondary effect of it sort of does sort of broaden out some knowledge, but also probably um, kind of gives the person with the device a lot, a, a sort of disproportionate amount of status, given that, I mean, they merely own a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about, let's talk about, what do you reckon social media invented to keep people connected or to connect you with your friends or, I don't know, like just as a sort of communication platform? What, what, are, the uninte- what, what are the unintended what consequences that? of social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Facebook being invented so that college friends could stay in touch. Um, mm. There are some there's some positive and negative unintended consequences. The negatives fall in the category of we simply don't need to stay in touch with everybody we've ever known, uh, and that, it's a bit weird. Uh, it's sort of depression provoking in terms of like look how well they're doing. People show off, la la la, all this kind mm. of stuff. I read yeah. either an article came into my feed the other day about a mother who had you know sworn off shopping for the next year because. Uh, quote unquote Instagram was making her buy all this stuff because of all her friends posting pictures of their perfect lives mm. with all their things. Um, so that kind of sucks. However, yeah, it is really good for if you if you for connecting with people, without mm. a doubt. Especially like you know that Twitter for all its shortcomings has these these bubbles, quite small bubbles. Like you know, a couple of thousand people, three thousand people that will will, will converge on a topic, and that topic mm. doesn't. Ha- it's not always bad. <laughs> it's like how to introduce <laughs> universal healthcare available to all in the whole world is one area that I've come across, or how to fight big pharma right. and get them to reduce the cost of of medicine and make medicines more accessible to everybody. So you know, like not all of these. That it does open up. A, a, an ease of communication that might not have existed. Yeah, yeah. So, so one one thing, one example that that makes. I'm thinking of other social networks, and I think back to MySpace. And one of the unintended consequences of a sort of slightly crappy implementation of MySpace was that people could just like if they edited the CSS in their little text description box, and that would edit the CSS for the whole page. So the CSS is the thing that says what colour everything and where everything is. So people were just able to make these pages look like absolutely any old, any sort of garbage. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> They could yeah. make it look like anything. And um, that was a sort of blessing and a curse. Like it was, it was, it meant that there was a sort of very personal space up to a point. Like you always had to have the little player and the little areas. But uh, Facebook just, they really... I mean, just for technological reasons, it couldn't it couldn't last. And of course, all these CSS classes, you could tell it wasn't intended because you had to. It was all like orange border, red. You know, it was like all named what it looked like, so you could tell that this certainly wasn't an intention. Um, Facebook, obviously, that then causes problems. Um, so Facebook sort of went the other way and went, oh no, no, well, we're not going to let you have any no. control over this. And gradually, like, oh, you can have a picture above your main picture. How about that? I'll do you. So it sort of gets more. The technology drives this uniformity because it's so hard to maintain something where people can just like break it and put like 
you know, exploit security weaknesses in the code by just uh, paste in, make a MySpace templater, and then the people are pasting in this, like, JavaScript that can just send all of their private information to some server somewhere, and they just, I don't know, they know what's happening. It's all just code. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of problems with letting anything go, but it certainly, like, allowed a certain level of sort of self-expression that has, has, has been lost. So, is, um, so it, your, your yeah. view on MySpace, I'd never thought about it from a technical point of view. I'd thought about it more from a brand point of view, like because of mm-hmm. all the, um, uh, that sort of like individual pages and the messiness. That's what I never really engaged with or used MySpace at all. I was aware of its existence. And it's like, I, my, I thought that part of the reason it had failed was because of the sort of lack of brand around it. I didn't, I'd never thought about it no, being no, difficult it was, it, to maintain. It had a great brand. It had a great brand. Like it just, the technology was a bit sketchy. Right. And I think that's what led to it falling in the end. Um, and it's just, there's some, some mistakes that they couldn't, that had become part ingrained in people's usage of it that they couldn't really roll back from. So they did try and do a redesign and rebrand, but no one wanted that no. that wasn't why they were on myspace but also it was the first sort of social network that famous people were on like it was the first time you were like oh i can be friends with my favorite band and send them a message and they might actually get back to me that was like myspace was that that i mean that was certainly what brought me in i was like oh wow i'm friends with <laughs> you know someone that was always just so far on the other side of the chasm before something like that existed so it wasn't like friendster or something where you had to sort of prove you you know you don't have to know the person it was like it was like twitter is now like now that's just normal but back you know uh, 2002 or whatever three one i don't know what year it was like six five um (laughs) myspace was like wow i'm actually connected to my idols my heroes um and that yes that was it's amazing that that was so recent but that was i hadn't thought about that but I think where Facebook, like where social media does get into the most trouble is where people think, like, because I've said, like, sometimes technology is designed to replace an existing technology, but sometimes it's kind of designed to perform a certain level of functionality, but then it ends up replacing something much more important and complex, like personal interactions with people face to face. Like if you kind of go through your, if you start to equate that word friend, Facebook friend with friend that you're going to see in real life, you're going to start to come into trouble because you're not seeing that person. You're seeing the sort of avatar that they present, that they project, that they want you to see. And like they're going to reply to certain sorts of things online or in public or even in private, which is a different sort of conversation when you're one to one, when you're or in a room with someone. You'd say all sorts of things that you would never say on Facebook because there's that fast, because like, there could be corrections as well. And um, you sort of see people's reactions immediately instead of sort of having to wait and see which of the six emotion buttons they respond with. So speaking of Facebook, so when you invented the like button, remember yeah, I did like a few years like ago me, yeah. when you yeah. said you said to me, um, I think like sometimes when you've just written a blog post, it'd be nice if people could just like go, huh. 
Right, and then that's, that's you know, like they don't have to write a comment in response. They could just go, <laughs> and um, this was before the like button existed. And then that came in yeah. and, like, how do you feel about the uh, consequences <laughs> the like of button. the existence of the like button now? Like, what didn't you imagine, like, it being hijacked towards? Well, I think it does do what it, what it, it, it... What you intended to do when you designed well, it. You know, that sort of like, yeah, yeah, okay, I've seen, I've seen it. I think the fact that it's yeah. called a like, in sort of, you know, you kind of want it to be an acknowledge button or a, or a <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, all right, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, or, but then there's. Well, many options have been tried. It's yeah, interesting, and, even and, that. Like, I, I never liked that last FM you had to love a track in order to kind of just say that you. So you know that you wanted yeah. more like that. It's like, I've got a, well, no, I just think it's all right. And now you're making me say I love something. And it's sort of like at least um, Instagram, it is. It's a heart, but it is still more of a like than a love. Like. But now they've made it more complex with Facebook, with having the multiple reactions, um, yeah. which I think is. I can understand why you would have expanded to that, but. So then it, it, I think it creates a bit of a pause. And what it does is make, when I see some posts, I think, how could somebody be laughing at this? <laughs> like, what is there? <laughs> how, what in this has made them laugh? Or like <laughs> everything's a bit, um, it just reduces communication in some yeah. ways to, to, to binary. Yeah, you know, you and also it's like an exaggerated it's an exaggerated version of it as well. It's like, ha, it's the funniest thing. Well, it wasn't the funniest yeah. thing ever, but that's the only <laughs> option for... I, I went like that. But now everything's going to be like, I went, ha, 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 ha. I'm rolling on the floor laughing. No, you're not. But have, have you ever had someone... Have you ever had been sitting next to someone and and you're sort of on chat and they you say something and then they type back, lol, and you're like... I'm no, sitting didn't. next to you. You did not <laughs> laugh remotely out loud. <laughs> right, technologies. Let's list list some technologies. Um, hairspray <laughs> can Is be that used a as a weapon. Oh yeah, it can. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, painkillers can be used as an addictive uh, drug to help you avoid your problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spades. I mean, a lot of technologies can be repurposed as weapons. <laughs> Lots of things can be repurposed as weapons. Um, but that's not the same as an unintended consequence, surely. Well, I don't know. I Someone died. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, um, you bring in a new technology and you go, like, it's always that first news story where someone dies from it. Is everyone's dreading and like back in the old that, so uh, what, what I was thinking was we could talk about cars and how um, you know the Henry Ford quote like if I just ask people what they wanted they just say they wanted a faster horse uh, what 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 happened because of cars that like that if they were designed in an era where horses were used for everything they kind of knew that you were going to have to pave everything over in yeah. order for them to be workable even back then and you get Mr Segway man going yeah okay the Segway is cool but obviously it won't work until we change our cities to be Segway friendly and then no one changed the cities to be Segway friendly so it didn't really work out um, say that to the tourist like, tours Segway tours mm -hmm. <laughs> well some areas maybe are Segway friendly but yeah I don't know my village 
I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you could take a segue all manner of places. I'm sure there are <laughs> I'm other sure there are YouTube take up. videos of people doing just that. Um, <laughs> trying to get out of the mud. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I mean, it like must having... have affected the design, like the shape of it, the sort of evolution from horse and carriage to car. Mm. Wait, but So consequences of cars, you would have thought that it would encourage a more sort of delocalised living i mean you need a car when you're not in a city but you don't really need a car in a city and i just don't even find cars that useful in cities so i, I, don't, I don't have a lot to say about cars so i don't know why i brought it up so sit still while i tie and while i give you this so i can make sure you're not gonna lie Cars as a mode of transport are bizarre, really. If you pause and okay. think about them, from a, you know, if you're, I, I, they absolutely give you that freedom to go wherever you want, and that's cool. And it is a lovely feeling going on a big mm. road trip, driving. I, I love it. I drive across Europe all the time. Yeah. That's fine. But when you're sitting in a, you know, on a motor, in a vehicle, on a motorway, surrounded by other people, all going in one direction. You just think, well, I do. I'm just sitting there thinking, if the aliens are actually looking down at us now, what are they making of this insanity? Because it just, you know, there's lots of vehicles with not many people in them. They're just not a very efficient way to mass move people around. I don't think. Mm. Are they? Don't know. They, they, I suppose they give people the ability to sort of do things on their own schedule. So one of the unintended consequences is people faffing about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, unintended consequences of mobile phones. People never being on time to anything because they can just go, uh, oh, yeah, I'm just 10 minutes late, rather than kind of going, I'll see you at six o'clock in the place. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, and there's certainly that yes, thing. But one thing I was going to say, there was... There's one thing I was going to say about... Do you think they had horse rage? They must have. But you'd get, well, it must have been harder to, like, cut someone off. Or, like, because you're, you're out there. You're not, like, in a metal shell. You're kind of out on the horse. Like, horse rage is going to... You're going to have to be pretty serious about that. You get bicycle that. and motorbike rage, don't you? Yes. But it's usually against cars. Oh, I get it's not me. usually between bicycles, is it? Not usually. You see but a it does cyclist happen. having a go at an. I've never seen a cyclist having a, a go I've at a cyclist. I've had a go at a cyclist. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Because he cut me up. Cut, you got cut up. But by I a got cut where? up by a cyclist coming up in front of Buckingham Palace in London. Buckingham Palace, I said. And he was he was riding along with his shades on and his mm. tweed on, literally, with his hand in a pocket, not wow. paying any fucking attention to it. And he just sort of rode along like he's not part of the road and then just right. pulled up in front of me and nearly knocked me off my bicycle. I was like, what the fuck are what? you doing? Look. What a penile. Yeah. But I end. shouted at him, obviously. Okay, so, good. yes, I had bicycle I, rage. I just, okay, so bicycle rage, horse rage, walk rage. You get walk rage. <laughs> 
No, I've never had a go at another pedestrian. Occasionally I go, why aren't people fitted with indicators just stopping randomly mm. in changing direction? Oh, Lord. Can't you do I mean, a... I have you not cunts. been taught how to do a safety check before you change lanes? <laughs> <laughs> Unintended consequences of cars thousands of people dying every day it's probably the main one isn't it well i think pollution it's probably and pollution yeah i'd say yeah, ruining never mind but climate let's part climate change just air pollution really the unintended consequence probably the bit. i don't know how i feel about you wanting to prioritize actually getting smashed by a car behind air pollution i, I know air pollution's sort I think of more, it's a bit more insidious eco, but it is more insidious but I, it'd be nice to also not get smashed up I wish I could see the numbers for how many of them were drunk people, like in or outside the car. Because sure. I think alcohol's got a lot to answer for uh, when it comes to people being careful. Because Unintended you know. consequences of alcohol. Well, I mean... Well, my under- I mean, I think I... the intended... The un- unintended consequences of alcohol. I was sick. <laughs> What other kinds of technology can you think of? <laughs> uh, I can only think about bad things. What about things like, you brought it up, things like Catholicism? Okay, well, I mean, th- well, things like Christian, like I'm sure Jesus didn't imagine the Catholic Church when he was going to, yeah. can he just try and think nice of other people other. the way of be nice to each other and also i'm trying to rebrand this sort of fire and brimstone you get you go straight to hell for one infraction so that there's a bit of there's forgiveness like you can have another chance just just you know swallow your pride and and then how that gets turned into sort of um golden statues and tall hats and lovely dresses and for some reason you know child abuse is okay like how how do you um yeah, I'm sure that that was not an intended consequence. No, no, I'm sure. I think, I think we can in all fact, agree. In fact, I think Jesus would be pretty, you know, miffed. And I think the same goes for a lot of religions that, you know, it's like um, Islamic fanatics, for, you know, like extremists. That's a word to quote the uh, West Wing you know, is these Islamic, you know, terrorists using is- Islam as their reason is the same as KKK, like in Christianity. It's not like if you tar everyone with the same brush of, you know, that religion. Like any, I'm sure any, any Muslim can show you the various bits of their book that show that you're not supposed to do that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like it's, uh, I, th- I guess that, that sort of brings in this um, sort of selective interpretation of like and a, you know, a book is a a, a, a a sacred text is certainly a type of technology and it's that sort of selective reading of it that really can be exploited by the um ill-intentioned let's say um michael wonders whether he should ever talk i, I mean we've got to talk about if if middle class white man can't doesn't talk about the things that are oppressing the people that don't have as loud a voice, then how does it change? I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I don't know. I think you're, you're a louder view, definitely. Mm. Um, an ill-informed view, because there's lots of people that have much less informed views that are much louder about them. Um, so there we go. Well, Cat. you have... I think we all do that... Um, 
you know, the sort of privilege thing, being aware of it doesn't mean that you have to constantly, like, defer to it. You know, like, all right. Um, one of the things I was thinking about, which is not unintended consequences-ish, uh, <laughs> similar. I was yeah. thinking, like, what is the point of jet skis? <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's to have fun, Ivanka, clearly. It's to have fun on the water. <laughs> to go fast. Because let's face it, you know this from swimming, it's kind of boring. <laughs> the sea. Like, you want something to do out there. So you want to, so you can't watch Netflix. <laughs> you just gotta, oh, it's the sun on my face is so relaxing. No, <laughs> I want to spin around on this thing on a jet ski. And that is an intended consequence of jet skis. <laughs> Yeah, I think that jet skis should be... That's one of the... What I'd like to start maintaining is a list of industries and products that we just could kill off and slowly be reducing the carbon footprint of the planet. Jet skis, gone. Skidoos, they can stay. They have a purpose. People get around on them. They use them for transport. Jet skis, Uh, totally pointless. Totally pointless. Look, Ivanka, when when the planet floods... Yeah. And we're all living in (laughs) canal systems... You're going to regret that decision. (laughs) When the jet ski is the only viable replacement for the car. Let's talk about capitalism as a technology. This is tenuous. Look at you. But the intention of... Like, the the reason people like capitalism is because it... Well, and I think this is fair. I think this is a good thing that capitalism does, is that it, it makes it harder for sort of human prejudices and biases to get in the way of a situation it's 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 sort of like the the attraction of it is that anyone can make it because it's the market is just the market and if you can find a way to do well in the market no one can sort of like obviously there are limits to that in reality but like you can see it like that's the appeal of it versus that's what it says in the brochure that's what's in that's what it says in the brochure like you can succeed in capitalism um because no one's if allowed to just right tell product. you, like, you can be a nouveau riche too. Like, you don't have yeah, to yeah, come yeah. from a wealthy family in order to make it. Like, yeah. that's the promise of capitalism. Yeah. Now, uh, but the unintended, the problems all come from the fact that it still has opinions on what is better, you know, what's better and what's worse, what has value, what doesn't have value, that um, whilst not prejudiced by twats in the same way are certainly not human oriented they're not they you know the care care industry has no value under capitalism and yet is an essential feature of human existence and life and well-being yeah um so consequences of capitalism and colonialism and growth are that we are busier than we've ever been Mm -hmm. for less and less reason than mm-hmm. we have ever been. So I would say that's an unintended consequence. Yeah, and unhappier and unha- weirdly living longer but unhealthier in a weird... Like, I think living mental longer, health. Being unhealthier, being busier, being more stressed. Yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. there are fewer and fewer consequences to, like, potentially... What we didn't... We didn't... Do you think of when they said, OK, we're going to get off the gold standard, we're going to stop having physical money representation we're not going to lock it to anything we're just it's going to be an arbitrary number from now on do you think they realized what that would do do you think they realized that then an unbounded number will 
Did you know, realise what Pandora's box they unlocked there? No. I don't... I mean, I, I don't think they... Uh... I think they thought, personally, if the number can keep going up, I can get much, much really? richer. But, if I can you know, have more. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't think people think it through. It's like eating too much. <laughs> like, you know, oh, my God, there's delicious ice cream. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll have another scoop. Thank you. Yes, yes, and another scoop. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, there are physical limits to how much you can actually eat. But, you know, over, mm. the, over some days, you can eat quite a lot. Mm. You don't really think about You just think about enjoying the, the, the consumption, don't you? You don't really, you know, you can get easily carried away. Uh, with that sort of like more, more, more thing. Something feels good. Yeah, something feels good. You know. Keep doing it, man. Uh, and then you can no worry risk, about... No reward. The, uh, yeah. But the growth, the, the, the sort of... I think the unintended consequences of promising people that anybody can make it... Yes. ...is, is what true. we have today. So. It's just not true. Like, massive debt, massive living beyond your means, massive like cutting of welfare programs and like uh, civil what's the word like yeah. welfare state systems because everyone's now an individual. Like, it's that yeah. rampant individualization and sort of never assuming that just that you're going to win for some yeah, reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas actually, you know, a far and, and the reality the reality is that everybody could be okay. For sure, yeah, yeah. we definitely yeah. can do that, but we can't have everybody being a bazillionaire because, no. frankly, nobody fucking needs to be a billionaire. No, it's just no one not needs a it. Need. And ask, yeah, and they and you ask them, and they're like, they're they're like, no, having I a good know. time. I'm all right. They're, they're still yeah, more lonely than anyone. A bit worried about my teenager because you know they don't really talk to me because you know yeah. whatever you know. There's like nothing. There's no, they're not brimming with happiness. They're no. brimming with concern about their fancy number, whether yeah. it's staying high enough or it whether they keep need going to get up bigger. Though? It oh. needs to be better. Oh, the graph's going down. Oh, my God. Like so, the, uh, the, uh, that moment in Silicon Valley where the guy goes, I'm a failure. I'm no longer in the nine zero club. Like he's dropped down to just under a billionaire and he's, he's devastated. And it's like, it's just in the same way that if your football team doesn't win this week, you can be devastated. Uh, it's like, you know, this is not... <laughs> Do you know, I saw, there was a good YouTube video. I saw a good video today, which was, um, what does a billion dollars look like? Oh, yeah. And yeah, like, it's ridiculous. And compared to a million, it's ridiculous. Like, you can have a suitcase, but then you've got to have, a, what, a thousand suitcases? Is a billion. And, he, and, and they sort of showed this, like, if you fill the tennis court with piled up $100 bills, Bill Gates's tennis court would be full, like, what, nine or 13 feet high. Um, <gasps> and can you just imagine, like... I need a hundred quid and just you just skim a little note off the top of this. And you're like, oh, let's go for dinner. And maybe we'll take three of them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, a different dimension. It's a different reality. It's like, I'm gonna invest in something that's a million. Oh, I'm gonna take an inch worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take yeah, a briefcase. Yeah. But I'm still gonna have a these amounts are inconceivable and we should not be we shouldn't have people having that much and that no. is the theme of 
the podcast. <laughs> this podcast <clears throat> has two themes, really. Mm-hmm. Climate what, change. Be sad. Be worried. And, no, no, no. I think we're quite happy people. Uh, it's be active, but that's not really a theme. The, the, the two themes are climate change and uh, the wealth gap. Yeah, and I think like they're both interlinked, aren't they? Like, yeah, totally. Um, capitalism. My, I mean, my, 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 my biggest well, problem is capitalism, and and I think like, it took me a long time. I always just thought it meant you get paid for something, you do some work, you get paid, and like a lot. But that's not the problem with it. The problem is that it, how it can the unintended extrapolations of it by the people that are interested in it just take it to, like that's what we'll do as the human beings will take things to extremes we will we will if you set a system in place people will find and that's part of competition that's part of it like we will find the most absurd workarounds and hacks and exploits um that the the inventor of it could never have imagined yeah like so many technologies you could like when you create a piece of technology you don't know the ways in which people are going to get inside it and mess with it and exploit it and cheat with it like but it's going to happen one way or another so the biggest danger is like refusing to change a system that clearly has some flaws with it yeah. and that's the you see yeah, people yeah, going yeah. capitalism versus socialism which do you prefer no it's like how about we fix i mean okay we can call it no, capitalism if you want but let's fix the bugs yeah 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 I think the uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And uh, but you have made me think of something unintended mm-hmm. <laughs> consequence. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like good text messages. Yes, they were not intended to be things that people humans sent to each other. They were intended to be a way of sending updates to the phones and uh, engineer messages, and then they yeah. became a means of communicating. One, my favourite ever invention, probably, text messages. <laughs> Very handy. That's a big thing to say, isn't it? But I, I, just as where I was in my life at the moment that text messages were introduced, it, it opened some doors that, to me, otherwise would have stayed shut for a lot longer, I reckon, in terms of my um, social anxieties and uh, fears and um, insecurities. Paranoias. Although it does open up different... That's the thing, like a text message, it's easier to send one, but then it's a lot harder to know what the reaction was. Yeah, yeah. Analyse the answer. It's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they've taken... She's taken an hour to reply. Oh, my God, I'm a worthless human being and I do not deserve love. (laughs) Who knew when they... That engineer did not expect that. No. (laughs) I woke up this morning
one of my favourite things, sort of descriptions of what 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 it is when you found the your actual relationship that you're going to be in. It's mm. like. Um, there's there's never the conversation you're never having a conversation with your friends going well i sent this and then 32 minutes later he sent this back and then well what do you say? what should we say <laughs> it's like a group response to the analysis of how do we respond to this text message but you know when you when you found your right relationship your mates ask you how's it going and you go yeah it's all right so yeah. <laughs> listen, here's 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 something I'd like to kind of crown this episode with before we uh, sign off, and I want to talk about the promise of the internet was that we could find people like us anywhere. Like we could, it was it was a subversive thing. It was like no longer can anyone control what anyone sees. Like um, now I can find other people like me anywhere in the world, and we can we can sort of start to change things. We can start to like we're not we're not confined by social conventions in the same way anymore and we can start to grow things that are more interesting i can be an artist and i can find a niche that would not have been possible to sustain before now um and then the nazis moved in yeah because because they're people too they're people that are looking for people like them too mm. and it's the the um you sort of multiply technology with human beings and you get something weird and awkward and scary and confusing and depressing <laughs> sometimes often exciting i think more good than bad overall but we certainly um well, what did i hear um compliments at teflon and um criticism is velcro um sorry that, uh, that was not relevant <laughs> that's quite a good we, description so we, we see the negative stuff. We amplify that more. That's not quite the right situation for that analogy. But and then we want to start stomping down on people being allowed to say whatever they want because. But then and then they go, ah, oh, but I thought you liked free speech. Oh, you, why are you trying to control? Me? And then everything gets turned against you, and then everything goes horrible. <laughs> you can't. It ruins it for the rest of us. So, and Twitter was just invented to help people talk about their cats. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I want to um, edit it there. Okay, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, uh, you can subscribe to it and then you'll it'll download it next time and then that makes our numbers look great um, <laughs> you can go to grandpodcast.com and there's a subscribe button there if you're if it's not bloody obvious how to subscribe to a podcast come on now I don't know where you're listening to this um, but if it's the app just press it in the app where can people find you Ivanka you can find me at Ivanka on Twitter anything else where people go because I always say and you can find me at microforestmusic.com or on YouTube and stuff um, but maybe you wanted to add something no before I said that no. restaurantsbrighton.co.uk forward slash jobs <laughs> there you go there you go we'll pitch that we'll pitch that um, what else is available to fans of the podcast that want us to feel buoyed 
that it is a valid activity? You can, if you like to, write some ratings and reviews. Just give us some stars or write a little description or something. Oh, bloody love stars. But stars are good because people just, nobody reads anything anymore anyway, so... Train the algorithm. The algorithm needs inputs in order to surface content. Uh, algorithm must have inputs. Stars are inputs. Possibly sentiment analysis on reviews. Um, so, uh, yes. Can, we've also got Patreon. We have. Which you can please come and find Grand Podcast. Wait. Patreon.com forward slash Grand Podcast. Thank you to our two supporters so far, Shaz and Ez. And, <laughs> and there's a PayPal link if you want to send us money because I ain't got a job. I'm a loser. And I'm the clock is ticking for me to find an alternative income because I've quit contracting. Anything else? Oh, I think that'll do us, won't it? I've, had a, I've, right. I've enjoyed this chat. Do come I've again. I've enjoyed it, but it's, <laughs> I've, I've been very much on a sort of... Uh, I am creating media content tag for this last two hours. And I'm sort of worrying that maybe we... I'm sort of not really feeling like I'm having a personal interaction with you so much. I just feel like we're kind of like creating content. Well, I've um, sat down and had a nice chat. It's been interesting. So thanks. <laughs> All right. Well... To the listener. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye. -bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. See you next bye. week. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.